0: Be home I know he's glad to be home and I'm just as happy about him being at home amen how are you church beautiful day sunny yeah but you know what it's even brighter in here with the S.O.N. and rendering unto his worthiness To sing these songs, to pray these prayers, and to just participate in this worship unto Him that He's so worthy and deserving of being honored and adored with. Amen. Amen. Uh, Harrison, if you would, put up on the screen for me Acts chapter 8 and verse, well, we'll start with verse 26. And we'll we'll go from there. But just put verse 26, 27, or uh, whichever one fit up on the screen. You know, I'm 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 just excited. Just about life. Yeah. Just about life. Yeah. You sit around sometime, man, and you go through life and you say, Man, what's next? We we get caught up. What problem is gonna hit? me next. But man, you know what? It's something bigger and better in life than to sit around and wait for problems to appear. And I found out, man, we have so much to be thankful for. So much to be thankful. Even if you say, my health isn't as good as I wish it was, you know what? You got better help than many. Amen? And you say, I don't have as much money as I wish I had, you know what? I don't care how much money you get, you're gonna want more. Amen. That's why the Bible says you need to learn what contentment is. Yes, sir. And be thankful and, and enjoy what little you have. I remember growing up as a boy, we didn't have meat every day for dinner. Right now, right now. But the old black-eyed peas and cornbread, they it still filled us up. Right. We didn't go to bed hungry. Amen. And man, every now and then, we were, we were fortunate. Mama would throw a few pieces of ham in there. All right. With those beans and with those black, black eyed peas and everything. And when we really hit it big, well, we had some fried chicken in the middle of the week. <laughs> and not just on Sunday. Hey, we were living large. We were living large. And you know the beautiful thing, folks always wanted to hang out at our house to eat. Man, I never knew you could do so much with black eyed peas and cornbread. If you don't believe me, try making some black eyed peas and cornbread and mix a little ketchup in there. Oh man, that just adds a little flavor. And if you really wanna lighten it up, Put some barbecue sauce in there. Watch out. Some of you sitting there shaking your head, no, if that's all you had. We're, we're so spoiled about stuff. Man, look, we weren't able to have Kool Aid all, right. all the time. All right, but we were blessed to have some sugar in the cabinet, so we just make some sugar and water. Yes, sir. Sugar water. Yeah. And we just pretended it was Sprite or 7-Up. <laughs> We we so bougie now. We so bougie now, like, we can't eat this, we can't drink this. But, man, you know, I I sit back and think sometimes. I said, boy, God is good. Yes, he is. God is good. And now we we, we sit in homes and we got all these choices about what to eat, what to cook and everything. And we just mess over food. Yeah. We just mess over food. Got our kids all messed up in their head. You know, parents slavery. won't just cook one meal, but cook two or three different meals. Because this child don't like that. This child don't want this. This child. Boy. Mm. Folks still look at me strange today. One of my favorite breakfast meals is just grits and eggs. Yeah. They said, What about meat? I said, Well, when you wasn't brought up and spoiled a habit all the time, yeah. hey, yeah. I just pretended the eggs were meat. Yes <laughs> right. Yes Eggs and talking about bacon and sausage. Who had money to go buy all that stuff? Rice. Man, rice rice was a was a side dish for everything. Yeah. but look at where God has brought us. Mighty long way, amen. Amen. And that's why when we come to worship, you know what? We should be happy to open our our mouths. We should be thrilled to sing these songs of praise. We should be just elated to pray these prayers and giving thanks unto God for how good he has been. Amen. Amen. I mean, that wasn't part of my lesson, but I just had to get that off my chest because I feel good today. And that's what good singing would do to you. Amen. Man, man, man. But I'm just as excited about the word of God. This is one of my favorite uh, textual lessons right here because I remember my early years of preaching you used to encounter people all the time When you're trying to share the gospel with them People used to always want to talk about What if, what if, what if, what if Hypothetical is, hypothetical that And people used to always say Well, what, what if I'm out in the desert? What if I'm out in the middle of the desert And I decide I want to I want to get saved I want to I wanna get saved according to what you're saying I got to be baptized In order to be saved And man do you not know it is God yeah. You go back to Genesis 1 It is God who spoke This world into existence Amen. It is God who spoke And the land separated from the waters yeah. Right yeah. Now if God through speaking Had the waters To pour back And the land to appear You don't think God don't know where Puddles of water is All right, Lakes of water You don't think he know where they are on the face of this earth? That's what I love about this story right here. This story deals and addresses the hypothetical foolishness that people have when they're talking about, what if I'm out in the desert? Uh Then folks are what if I'm on the plane and then I decide I want to get saved and obey Jesus and the plane is crashing? (laughs) Should have obeyed before you got him there. (laughs) Is that all right? right. But in the case of this one, in the desert, God has an answer for that. I'm going to pick up reading at verse number 26. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert which is desert. Amen? Amen. Is that in your Bible? Which is desert. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure And had come to Jerusalem for to worship. This was a man of authority, a man of status. He had the queen's money, Uh, he had her treasures. And the Bible said he was traveling where? In the desert. Was returning. And sitting in his chariot. Read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip. Go near. And join thyself to this chariot. Yeah. And Philip ran thither to him. And heard him read the prophet Isaiah. And said understandeth thou. What thou readest? Now, let's, let's pause right there for a moment. The Bible said that this gentleman had great authority. He worked for the queen. He served the queen. He was in possession and charge of her treasure. And the spirit told Philip, go join yourself unto this man. Yeah. This wasn't some peasant. This was a man of status. And he heard the man reading because he was returning from worship. But listen to the question that he asked the man. A man of authority, a man of status, a servant of the queen. He said, understandest thou what thou readest? Now, that could be taken in, in an insulting way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even with the status and the position the man had, he had some humility. Yeah, yeah. He had some humility. And that's important, folks. Yes, it is. That's important. Because, see, sometimes people work certain jobs and you can't tell them... Anything you can't tell them they stink when they go to the bathroom, right. Right now. but this man exemplified humility. Yeah, notice what he said. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandeth thou what thou readest? And he said, how can I? Except some man should guide me. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Now, here's one of my questions. How did God know that man was in need of a teacher? Because God is God. And God's will is that every man be saved. This man is out traveling through the desert. And God understood that this man had a spirit of humility. And God knew he needed someone to teach him. So even being out in the desert, God worked it. To send somebody to him. And I'm I'm building on this and saying this because we need to understand and people need to understand. God will make a way however, whenever, and through whatever is necessary if your heart is right. right. But the problem in most cases, people heart isn't right. This man is out in the desert and God had Philip to go join himself unto this man. And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. A man of authority, a man of status, servant of the queen. And all her treasures. You know it, it amazes me. It didn't even faze him that. Hey is this joker coming to rob me? Mm-mm. Verse 32. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer. So open he, not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee. I pray thee. Of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself? Or of some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth. And began at the same scripture. And preached unto him. Jesus. Now that's important right there. Remember that. Philip opened his mouth. And began to preach unto him. Jesus. And as they went on their way. They came unto a certain water, yeah. and the eunuch said, "See, here is water. Uh-huh. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Now, church, how do we get from Jesus to water? How do we get from Jesus to baptism? right? How do we get, the Bible said, Philip opened his mouth and began to teach unto him, Jesus. But the eunuch said, as they traveled along and they were studying, he said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Isn't it amazing when the scriptures are so plain? so bluntly outlined concerning what one must do in order to be saved, people will still rebel, they will buck against it, and even when a man who's out in the middle of the desert can find water, he had enough sense not to let that chariot pass by the water. Right. Yeah. All right. Philip preached unto him And taught unto him Jesus So somewhere along During the course of that teaching Water had to come up Yes sir Yes sir Somewhere within the course of that teaching The blood had to come up Right Somewhere within the course of that teaching A burial had to come up yeah. Yeah. Because in order for baptism to serve its, person, its purpose, you've got to come in contact with the blood. Amen. Amen? Amen? And the only way you're going to come in contact with the blood is you've got to be buried as Christ was. Amen. And during that burial, during that immersion, the spiritual operation occurs by faith we understand you come in contact with the blood. Somewhere within the course of that conversation it came up. And that eunuch asked a question. He said, see, here's water. Yeah. What hindered me from being baptized? Folks, you cannot separate the church from Christ. Amen. You cannot separate Christ from the church. Amen. So I want you to stop and think about this for a moment. When people say, "Giving it none of God who's the head of my life and all these things about giving their life to Christ, but yet they reject the one true church. Uh-huh. It's impossible to accept Jesus. Apart from his church. Because his church is. His body. Amen. Amen. What is it that Jesus governs. In Ephesians chapter 5. Outlines that he's the head of the. Church. Which is. His body right. So how can you deny. The church of Christ. But yet say Jesus is your Lord. It's impossible. That's right. It's impossible. That's right. You can't separate the two. Yeah. The Bible says in verse 36. And as they went on their way. They came unto a certain water. Yeah. And the eunuch says see here is water. What does hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said if thou believest. With all thy heart. Thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He made the confession acknowledging that, hey, there's no other way. That's right. That's why we ask people before they are baptized, do you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? They acknowledge in affirmative. Really, what, what you're being asked is, are you sold on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you totally sold on Jesus? Right. Are you totally sold that he is the way, the truth, and the life? Man. Are you totally sold on the fact that, you know what, regardless of what may come in your life, what problems may arise, he's the one you need to turn to and he will see you through. Amen. I don't know if some of us might need to go back and recant or revisit that. Right. So my question would be why? If you're gonna say, I meant it when I said it, well, why are you so inconsistent about doing it now? Right. Hmm. Jesus haven't changed. He has not changed not one iota regarding saving you, loving you, and sharing his mercy for you. So that unit made that great confession. He said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. Well, why didn't they just... Keep rolling and just pray a prayer. Why didn't they just say. Lord come into my heart. Why didn't Philip just pray. Lord enter into his heart. And he's saved now. Because That's not the way you do it. The Bible said he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both. Into the water both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. He didn't sprinkle him. He baptized him. Why didn't they just pray? That's the lie, that's the false doctrine preachers are putting out there and people are going around spreading. Just ask Jesus to come into your heart. You hear on the radio. These lying preachers. (laughs) You may be driving. You don't have to close your eyes while you're driving. But just repeat this prayer after me. And while you were driving down. I-75. You got saved. Mm -hmm. That's a flat out ball faced lie. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the Amen. sad thing is, people get excited and they get all caught up really believing they're saved. Mm-hmm. And then when you show them an example like this in the Bible, mm-hmm. you're the bad guy. Amen. You're the bad guy. Why? The devil sent you. you just trying to steal my joy. No, the devil misled you. Amen, man. The word of God said, and they, and when they come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord called away Philip. Philip had served his purpose. That the unit saw him no more, and he went on his way mad. He went on his way rejoicing. Rejoicing. He went on his way rejoicing. Why was he rejoicing? Why was he rejoicing? Because I believe that's what's wrong with some of us today. Why we can't get excited. Why we're not as grateful and thankful and appreciative. Because we forgot why we went down in that water. And what occurred when we were down in that water. And who we became when we came up out of the water. Amen. Right we went down into that water, some low life scum, some rascals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were sinners. Yeah. We were sinners. I don't care how you want to dress it up. You uh, was a sinner. Amen. Yeah. 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 Amen. You were hellbound. Yeah. You could dress it up all you want to. You yeah. were hellbound. You were yeah. on death row yeah. for yeah. eternal damnation. Yeah. But when you were baptized, when you went down into the water a grave of baptism, You came in contact with the powerful, cleansing blood of the Lamb. Amen. Yeah. And what did it do? It cleansed you of your sin. Amen. 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 And you came up. The the, the man didn't hold you down under that water and lift you down. (laughs) He brought you up. Yeah. Paul said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new. Old things become new. Old things are passed away. They're gone. They're gone. It, you know what? God don't never bring up what he has forgiven you for. Amen. Amen. God don't roll like that. That's right. All things are passed away. Mm -hmm. All things become new. New. In the eyes of God, you are a Mm -hmm. new creation. You are a new creature in Christ. Well, if I'm a new creature in Christ, no sins held against me. I've been forgiven. I've been given a new slate. Clean slate. Yeah. I believe that I believe that Eunuch understood that. Yes, sir. And the Bible says he went on his way rejoicing. Amen. Rejoicing that you know what? Man, I'm a new creature. Amen. Man, I have a relationship now with God that I know is right because it's according to the Word. Yeah. So you got people walking around today talking about their, their relationship with the Lord and, and all of that, but they didn't show you nothing that ties it in with the Scriptures. Amen. Amen. And everything is about what I think, what I feel. Uh-huh. You can't tell me what I feel in my heart. <laughs> this thing don't think. That's right. It just pumps blood. Amen. This is the heart God is That's right. concerned with. Amen. Yes, sir. So the eunuch went about his way rejoicing. Right? That's what Amen. the Word of God says. Right? Amen. How many are you rejoicing today? All right. Amen. Huh? How many of you, when God woke you up this morning, you decide you're going to rejoice? Because you understood it wasn't you who woke you up. That's right. How many of us was rejoicing this morning and saying today is the Lord's day, the first day of the week. I get to go and be with the other saints. I get to go and commune with the Lord. I get to go to give of my offering that God and bless me with, that I can live nice like I'm living. I can dress nice like I'm dressing. I can eat good like I'm eating. Amen. Man, I'm excited. I'm rejoicing about the fact that God only asked for so little. Yeah. But even in the asking of so little, He is still Promising to bless me with so much. Yeah. Amen. And we can't rejoice. Why can't we rejoice? All right. God has provided an avenue of repentance. Yeah. You know why repentance is so special to me and I love repentance so much. Because the devil can't hold any account against me. Amen. I could stumble, I could fall, I could mess up, whatever, but I got a God I can pray to. I can repent and ask for forgiveness, and guess what? It will be forgiven. Cast away as far as the east is from the west. Toss into the sea of forgiveness. Well, God won't go digging stuff up, fishing, trying to pull up something. Telling me I don't have a reason to rejoice. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, not only do I have a reason to rejoice, you have a reason to rejoice. God enabled you to inherit a family here on earth a church family. You, You can say what you want to say about it about the church. Yeah, it might have one or two or some folks who don't live right and won't act right, but that don't make the whole church wrong. Yeah, that's right. that's right. 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 I met hypocrites at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit eating that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I met hypocrites at Publix and Kroger's. Yeah. I didn't stop shopping there. Man. I didn't say all oh, the old hypocrites at that store, I ain't gonna shop there. no 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 no. Well, why are you trying to use that foolishness on the church? Come on. Man. Come on man. See, you should have enough sense to recognize, oh, even if you do encounter somebody in the church who ain't living right, doing right, you need to understand in rehab centers that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yes it does. People relapse. Yes sir. People relapse in rehab centers. Yeah. You never heard that? Yeah. Huh? Oh, you, 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 you're too good. You're too perfect. You don't, you don't know nothing about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got baptized and you ain't never called and asked on the Lord to forgive you of anything. Uh-huh. Huh? Well, if you've ever had to ask the Lord to forgive you something, you relapsed. Yeah. So, why you wanna, why you want to put down the whole church talking about those folks? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let me ask you this what you got better than us folks. The Bible said Jesus is coming back for us folks. Oh yeah, he's going to have judgment. He's going to clean house. But guess what? It ain't nowhere else to be if you want to go back with him. Amen. You can't run over there to the Methodists. You can't run over there to the Pentecostal. You can't run to the Baptists, you can't run to the Catholics, you can't run to the Muslims or nowhere else. Even though this rehab center might have some people with a few defaults. Don't mean the plan is wrong. That's why I don't preach people. I preach the plan. The plan is perfect. The plan is perfect. People are striving to align themselves with the plan. And where a person earnestly give of themselves and deny themselves. And even if they have some shortcomings, God's grace is going to get them in there. So the eunuch went about his way rejoicing. Why did you stop rejoicing? Can I ask that question? You got baptized, and I've been fortunate. Every person that I baptized and witnessed being baptized, they were excited. Some broke down and cried, but I know those were tears of joy. Some screamed because they understood, man, I am forgiven and I am truly in Christ now. Amen. Some just didn't know what to say because they were so full and overwhelmed. Because God gave them time to get it right after being out there doing the the wrong way for so long. But in every situation, the person expressed gratitude, thankfulness. They rejoiced. My question this morning is, why did you stop? Right. Why did you stop rejoicing? Cuz you ain't gonna tell me, brother, man, I'm still rejoicing when you look out and you look at that stone face. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna tell me you are rejoicing when you, you you see coming out on the first day of the week, coming to worship and supporting the works and the, the activities of the church. And it's a task, yeah. And not a privilege. Why did you stop rejoicing? All right. I, I I tend to believe one reason why we stop rejoicing is because we stop remembering what we've been forgiven of. Amen. Yeah. I don't know about you, but man, when I stop and think what sin where sin would have taken me. The Bible said the wages of sin. Is death. So in other words, if I put it this way, the wages of my wrongdoing and being apart, separated from God was sending me to hell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But God. God. Mm -hmm. Made it possible. Extending my life long enough to come to the knowledge and understanding to receive the gift of salvation, to be baptized for the remission of my sin, and man, I'm grateful. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful. And my question is, why aren't you? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see my brothers and sisters. Why aren't you? Amen. You say, well, I am excited. Well, why don't you speak to them Amen. Right. Right now. when you see them? Amen. Don't tell me you're excited to see somebody and you won't even extend your hand. That's right. Right. That's right. Oh. Why did you stop rejoicing? Mm. Maybe it's because you're full of yourself. Amen. 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 Mm. God bless you to get a little education you can read and write. Get get a decent job, make a little money and now, you know what? It's about you. Look what I have done. Look how I built myself up. Look at what I'm doing. The last person I read about that was full of I, God call him a fool. Did. Mm. Did. Mm. Did. He said, "I'm gonna tear down my bones and build bigger bones." <laughs> I, I, and God said, the fool!" <laughs> see, it maybe you start with Joseph McCullough, See, you, you, you're just like a, you're just like an extension cord. Oh, you're, oh, right? no. you're just like a, 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 a surge protector. Yeah. You know, surge protector how? The, the capability of allowing other things to plug into it. Yeah. But see, you just plugged into yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, ain't, you ain't plugged into the real source of power. Yeah, right. You right. just plugged into yourself and everything is about you. That's right. uh-huh. And that's, that's why you don't have speak to people. Yeah. That's why it don't bother you being around other church folk. You've for, you forgotten about the Bible, Hebrews 10, 24, 25 about exhorting yeah. Encouraging yeah. as you see the day approaching. Yeah. Why did you why have you stopped rejoicing? Right. Boy, I wish boy, can you imagine a smile and and, and and when that unit arrived to his destination, folks probably thought he had been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> You you just had a long journey through the desert. What you what you excited about? (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited about I've been forgiven of my sin. Yes, Yes, sir. Why did you stop rejoicing? That's my question. Why did you stop? I ain't stopped you lying. (laughs) I ain't gonna tell you behind your back. You lying? Amen. Because see, if, 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 if the life you live in is about Christ, I don't care what you're going through. You're still gonna always acknowledge that you're grateful and thankful for what God has done for you. Amen. And Amen. you'll always be able to see how to do and offer good to somebody else. Amen. I don't care what you're going through. Amen. why you stop rejoicing you struggle to sing well you struggle to sing because you know what the song ain't written about you and you may as well quit singing because we ain't gonna sing nothing about you now here So I encourage you yeah. just look back a few years some got to look back a little further than others but man when you went down into that watery grave of baptism some things occurred in that water that you can't buy from the store amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. some things occurred in that water mom and daddy can't do for you That's right. mm-hmm. some things occurred in that water you can't get on your job amen Things occurred in that water only God can do for you. And if you're smart enough to acknowledge that that is the truth, you got a reason to rejoice. Amen. Amen? Amen? You got a reason to be thankful and grateful unto God. So I encourage you, church, don't allow the distractions of his life. To cause you to rob and steal from God. Amen. Give God his glory. Yeah. God found you when you, was in, you were in some places your own relatives wouldn't come look for you at. Oh, oh. Hello. Oh. You used to hang out places that your own so-called friend wouldn't even go look for you at. Oh. But, God, but God. God saw you. He spared you. Yeah. Laying up in some dirty, raunchy, nasty, lewd acting people, and every Well he 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 could have just said, you know what? Just send them to hell. Mm-hmm. But look what he brought you out of. Amen. Y'all could sit here all Oh, you want to behold all you want to. He gave you time. Amen. He sent somebody your way. Amen. That same person that you used to get sick and tired of talking to you. God gave you time and gave you time that your heart wasn't hard that one day. And that person who've been praying for you, that person who have been trying to share the gospel with you, you finally Mm listen. That was God. That was God's love. That was God's mercy. That was God living up to his promise, saying, I want every man Man. to be saved. So, folks, unplug from yourself because you ain't getting nothing. Because Jesus said, "For without me, you could do nothing. Stop being deceived. You hooked up to the wrong vine. John 15 and 1, Jesus said, I am the true vine. And my father is the husband. He said, you need to Stay in the true vine. Stay connected to the true vine. Because see there are some other vines out there. That will mislead you. There are some other vines out there. That will cause you to believe. You're doing okay. And it's sad to say. Some won't understand and realize. How far away and how messed up they are. Until they close their eyes in death. And it's too late then folks. It's too late. Get back connected to the true vine. Where it's not about you. It's about allowing God to use you. To his glory. Mm -hmm. To his purpose. And stop stealing from God. The glory that he deserves. If you're here today. You're not a member of the church of Christ. You haven't been baptized for the remission of your sin. Your only hope of salvation. Your only hope of ever making it to heaven. Is you need to do what the Bible commands you to do. Mark 16, 16. 1 Peter three twenty one, Acts 22, 16. Acts 2. Read the whole chapter, Acts 2. Perfect example. What one must do in order to be saved. If it's not authorized by the Lord, it's, it's no good. You ain't going to pray your way into heaven. Ain't nobody going to pray you into heaven. Stop believing these lies about everybody who died going to heaven. That ain't what Jesus said. Jesus said there'll be few that find and remain on that straight and narrow. But he said, Broadway is busting wide open. That lead unto eternal damnation. You need to get on the straight and narrow. And the way you do that is by obeying the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hear His word. Believe it. Repent of your sins. Confess Jesus to be the Son of God. Be baptized for the remission of your sin and live faithful, folks. After God clean you up and give you a new name, a new family a new citizenship and all that stuff when you come up out of that water. Amen. That's what you inherit. And so much more you inherit. All spiritual blessings are in Christ. Well you can't get in Christ outside of baptism. Amen. And if I know all spiritual blessings are in Christ, if I know whatever it is I stand in need of, my Lord, my God is gonna provide, man, I got a reason to rejoice. Mm-hmm. Let's do a quick, a quick exercise. If this, if, if you had a scale, if you had a scale, which way would the scale tilt? If this represented the words, is representing your rejoicing. Mm. Which way would you scale till? Mm. Uh, uh, which way would you scale tilt? Why, why, is, why is the scale with your worries outweighing your rejoicing? Mm. But you say you're in Christ. Mm. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in him. Amen. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Amen. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in hard. And you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Why are the worries outweighing your rejoicing? casting all your tears upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. I tell you why your worries outweigh your blessings and your rejoicing. Because you ain't faithful. I said you ain't faithful. And Hebrews 11 and 6 said, for without faith you can't please God. So in other words, you're living a life. Every day the good Lord wake you up. Yeah. You're faking it. Mm-hmm. You're faking it. Mm-hmm. And it's my prayer today that you stop faking it. Okay. And that you be for real. Because mm-hmm. God knows when you stop rejoicing, you stop being thankful. When you stop being thankful you start complaining Amen. when you start complaining you start worrying yes. and when you start worrying you start sinning Amen. and sin separates us from God Amen. and when you start sinning you have no relationship with God Amen. anymore Amen. make it right today yeah. ask yourself why did I start rejoicing why don't I have that same excitement I had when I came out of the water? Right now. God is still forgiving you. Yes, He Amen. is. He's still cleansing you every day. Amen. So, wh- why should the rejoicing be any less? Mm. Get the devil out of you. Amen. And let's get focused. Amen. 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 What's our song, Adora? 593. 593 is our invitation song. Folks, I challenge you every week. Don't leave out of here. Except that you're better. Than you arrived. Leave out of here a better person. In a better relationship. With a better condition of your heart. I'm not saying you won't go back out there. And run into warfare. But I'm saying. Man at least. Get yourself right. While you're in the presence of the Lord right now. Let us together stand and let us sing.